Well, it's great to have you with us here. Take two with Jerry and Debbie getting underway on this almost the end of the week. It's a Thursday on EWTN Radio. I am Jerry Usher along with Debbie Giorgiani. We have the show team in place. Great show team as always helps us put the broadcast together today. It's Matt Gabensky on the phones. Our producers Ace McKay and Jeff Burson is on social media. And you are right there where you are. And we know that you're going to want to join us because... We have a topic that is, I think, very near and dear to the hearts of all of us, especially if you like to pray and and get involved in things like structured prayers and novenas. Right, Mm -hmm. Deb? Absolutely, Jerry. I I have been so looking forward to this topic today, and I hope our listeners really participate in their usual take-two way. Uh, That means full phone lines plus. Uh, The number to dial if you want to talk about your favorite novena and why your favorite novena and why. And there's always, there's a novena for every single day of the year, okay? And so, as a matter of fact, Our Lady of Snows novena started today, okay? And you can look up all those novenas online and you'll see each one starts and stops um, at a certain time of the year and with a different intention, with a different devotion. It's, it's really interesting and it's a wonderful way to stay focused, right, in prayer. And so what is your favorite novena and why? Eight 833-288-3986. I love the legend of Our Lady of Snows, um, Jerry, mm-hmm. where Our Lady said that she would cover the church that she had asked to be um, um, res- resurrected, uh, that the church there, uh, that it, she would cover it with a blanket of snow. I think that just the legend is just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really is. And there, like Debbie said, there are Probably thousands, maybe more novenas that have been developed over the years. And a novena, very basically, little catechism moment here. It's a, it's a pre, you pray certain prayers for nine days, or you can do it for nine weeks or fifty-four days. There's a lot of different ways to pray novenas, but maybe you have a special one, and we'd love to hear what that is. Not just leave it there. We want to hear how you became attracted to that novena, how you've seen maybe prayers answered, how maybe changed your life praying a certain novena. So please do start calling now 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. And novenas are attached to certain um messages uh, from Our Lady, right? Uh, like like this particular one, Our Lady of Snows, and that just started today, where Our Lady said, please build a church right here. And so that's how this is born, this this great novena and this intention to focus on Our Lady and, and, her, and her promises, her message, um, and a devotion to Our Lady. Um, and then there's, a, there's novenas attached to different saints and, and the intentions that sometimes we are looking for a job, we're looking for a mate, we're looking for all sorts of things, and they're attached to that particular saint uh, for that time of year. I know we just finished the novena to, to St. Anne and St. Joachim. Uh, there's another one that is that is underway. I mean, it, it just, every day, uh, you could attach yourself to a different intention, devotion, and novena. Now, some people say, well, I'm only going to use novenas or pray the novenas during certain uh, very important times of my life when, I, when I've really got to have an intense prayer session, like the 50 
54-day novena, lady undoer of knots. Or you could be like um, St. Teresa of Calcutta, Jerry, uh, Mother Teresa, who she prayed the express novena or the flying novena because she didn't have nine days or nine months. She had nine minutes. Okay, Mm. so she prayed nine memoraries and then she prayed a thank you memorari to Our Lady because that express novena never failed her and the sisters in the missionary work that they did. Wow, Jerry, I love novenas. As you can tell, I'm a big fan of novenas. I do think you can get a little bit um, overboard on novenas because it can start to, like for me anyway, a little bit of a perfectionist that I am, it's like, oh, did I miss that start of the novena? Did I say it the correct way? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you you don't want to fall into any type of scrupulosity, but novenas are powerful and fantastic. All right, 833-288-EWTN, your number to call. Matt Gabensky waiting to talk with you, 833-288-3986. Talking about if you have a favorite novena today on the program, how it's blessed you, how you've, how you've seen prayers answered, how it's impacted your life, maybe changed other people. A lot of people love the novenas to St. Jude, the patron of impossible cases. Mm-hmm. St. Jude, very popular. I love on EWTN's website, there's a beautiful St. Joseph novena, and they've got different themes for each of the nine days. And I, I really do love the uh, the express novena as well. I've been, I've been turning to that uh, quite frequently lately. And uh, Me too. Yeah, and it's just, like you said, the, the express novena, it's just nine memoraries and a tenth one. You add a tenth memorari. In Thanksgiving. Now, that's a, isn't that a beautiful act of faith, Debbie, that we, yeah. we add that 10th memorari knowing that Our Lady is going to come through mm-hmm. for us, and we're thanking her in advance. Mm-hmm. Confidence in Our Lady. Jack Williams always gives us interesting information. So we were talking about the National Shrine of Our Lady of Snows in uh, Belleville, Illinois, and Jack informed us that they have amazing Christmas lights. I love Christmas mm-hmm. lights. I didn't know that. I might have to travel to Illinois just to see the lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are probably pictures online, too, I would guess. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we can virtually <laughs> a, travel there. Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, go, going there would be a whole lot better. Yeah, I've, I've, been, yeah. I've been in that area of the country before. Yeah. Very, very beautiful. Yeah. That's the Oblates of, of Mary. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So Our Lady of Snows a Novena has started, um, and then there's another one coming up right behind that uh, for this time of the year. So you 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 get the message, folks. And actually, you can uh, type in an internet search uh, uh, Catholic novenas, the dates, the start times, and they all come up, which is just wonderful. So tell us your favorite novena and why. We want to hear from you. Please call us. Maybe you don't know what a novena is. You're not Catholic. You're thinking, why are you doing this? We'll, we'll share with you. Call in because you're part of the Take Two family. 833-288-3986. And the email inbox is always open at take2 at EWTN.com. Again, that's take2 at EWTN.com. And it works. You can use the number two or the word two, T-W-O. Either one will work. If you're watching the video stream on Facebook or YouTube, hello to you wonderful folks there. And you can also post on the show website, which is Take2Show.com, where we also have a 24-7 prayer wall. Actually, you can send in your prayer intentions. We do a couple prayer shows a month here on the program. But we are a 
praying family. We keep you, the Take Two family, lifted up in prayer all the time, and we appreciate you doing the same for us. That's right. So please call us. This is your show. Tell us your novena, your favorite novena. Maybe you're you're praying a novena right now for a special intention. We'd like to join you. And here's the number, 833-288-3986. still one or two phone lines open we would love to hear from you if you pray novenas if you've got a favorite one maybe you have a bunch of maybe you just look at the liturgical calendar and you see you know a certain feast day coming up or a holy day or something and you back that up nine days and you say i'm going to start this one right now maybe you just kind of have novenas going all the time which would be a beautiful beautiful thing mm-hmm. share with us here uh, at 833-288-3986 outside of north america it's 205 205- Two seven one two nine eight five. We are going to go to your calls. I want to mention though, this is this is I love this. This is since my birthday's in July. Uh, the monthly theme is, of course, the pre- precious blood of Jesus. During the month of July, we are of course encouraged to honor the precious blood of our Lord by making an act of love to the precious blood every day of the month. Uh, you can do so by praying what's called the Chaplet of the Most Precious Blood. It's composed of 33 beads in memory of the 33 years of Jesus' life on earth. And that's available at EWTNRC.com. So yes, absolutely, let us honor his precious blood, every drop of which was spilled for our sins and for our salvation. Mm-hmm. So we did have some comments come in on the break about uh, just kind of giving the basic understanding of novenas and novena, uh, which um, entails, uh, you know, committing to nine days, nine months, um, nine moments, like like St. Teresa of Calcutta, just that intense, constant, um, you know, you have a very focused, you're concentrating, you're very committed, very disciplined to this novena, the intention, the devotion, uh, the saint that, that's attached to that novena, um, the whole nine yards, folks. It's kind of a comprehensive way of really entering into a committed uh, prayer time frame, okay? And that novena, Novena is powerful. It is effective. You may not always see the effects here on this side of the veil, um, but you will because they they they, they um, ha- the novenas have merit, and it's important because I do know uh, Jerry just from our prayer book, our Take Two Family prayer book. We have a lot of Take Two Family members that have been praying multiple novenas for a special intention and request for a long time, and they're and they're not seeing the movement yet. Uh, don't lose hope. Uh, don't lose confidence. Uh, keep going. And I think it's a, it's very powerful. So novenas we're talking about today. What is your favorite novena? If you've had if you have had a, a miraculous outcome to a novena, please share with us. Uh, we want to praise God with you. Um, but you got to call in because we can't read your minds. Okay. So the number to dial is eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. Yeah, one other quick word, we want to approach novenas as we do every prayer, and that is if it's God's will. You know, we want to make sure, God, if this is your will, that you will answer these prayers that I am offering up to you. But I believe, and, and I'm sure you do, Debbie, as well, that it just, I think it gives it a little added oomph, you know, a little extra punch, you know, when we're going for the nine days or the 54 days or whatever, and through directly through the prayers and intercession of a particular saint. So, mm-hmm. okay, as we go back to the phones, here's the number, 833 288 
3986. Tell us about your favorite novena and why you chose that one, or maybe more than one. Amanda is in Lake Charles, Louisiana, listening on Sirius XM 130. Hello, Amanda. Hello, Jerry and Debbie. I got my car just in the right time. Oh, good. Um, And novena, uh, novenas are very special to me, so I don't always have the discipline to stay all nine days. But about a year ago, or two years ago, I was going through a hard time, and one of my Catholic lady friends was like, oh, I have a novena for you to say. I go, but the problem is it's hard to stay all nine days to remember it. She goes, I'll text you every day at 6 o'clock in the morning. Don't open it until you're ready to read it. And the novena is the novena of surrender to the will of God. And that's where you end each day where you say 10 times, oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. And this novena is not where you actually make a petition. Uh, It's like Jesus is speaking to you, like, oh, my child, why are you worried? Do you tell a doctor what to do? And when she did that, I stayed on top of it, said it all nine days, because she was texting and reminding me, and she would send the first that you say. Uh, um, and, and truly, it was like my life was answered, kind of my thoughts were cleared up. And now what I do, since I was so grateful for my friend, and we've done it multiple times over the past uh, year since we spoke, but... When I have other lady friends going through times, I tell them, hey, I got a novena for you. You're not making a, a petition. You're just really surrendering your will to God. And I'll set my alarm for the next nine days, and I text them the day. And I tell them, don't open it until you're ready to read it. Um, so I've helped many others for what my friend did for me. And that novena is... It's so powerful. It, it, it literally is like Jesus is speaking to you, just telling you, stop worrying. Um, and every time I say it, my life just seems like the answers are more clear. Um, and, and I'm glad I got in the car at the right time because life is crazy right now, and it's a reminder that I need to say the novena again. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Amanda, you are amazing. I love um, your enthusiasm, your passion, um, and your confidence in the surrender novena. You're not going to get an argument from from Jerry or I, because uh, I will tell you, Amanda, we are firm believers and supporters and promoters of the surrender novena. That's Father Delindo Rutolo. Uh, He died in 1970 in Naples, Italy. He's on the road to full canonization as a saint. Uh, Padre Pio, knew already uh, ahead of time that he was uh, a saint. He used to say that to pilgrims who used to visit uh, Padre Pio in San Giovanni Rotondo. He would say, why are you coming to visit me? Just stay in Naples because you have a saint right there. And that would that would be the, his contemporary father, mm-hmm. Delindo Rutolo. And um, Amanda, we agree with the Surrender Novena. It's very personal. It's very powerful. Um, it, it, it really allows you to just enter into God's will and to truly surrender and to build confidence in God. So you're not going to get an argument from us, Amanda. We are firm believers and supporters of the Surrender Novena. Jerry? Yeah, well, I think when we're totally surrendered to God, every prayer is answered to our satisfaction. What I mean by that is 
you know, if we are totally given over to the will of God, then we happily accept whatever the answer to our prayers is. Sometimes not exactly the, 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 you know, what we're requesting when we do the novena, but um, it is very, very powerful. And I just wanted to point out to um, Amanda, you probably have resources on this already, but the EWTN Religious Catalog has a paper version, a print version of the Surrender Novena along with a chaplet to pray the Surrender Novena. So if you go to EWTN.com Surrender Novena, you will find that. And that is a, it's about, it's retailing for like $10. Very, very reasonable. I would would suggest everyone who's listening right now, if you really want to give your heart over to Jesus and surrender Mm -hmm. to his will, get a hold of one of these, EWTN.com Surrender Novena. Yeah, I totally agree. Amanda, what do you you say? Final comments? Thank you all so much. No, I recommend anyone who's and find a buddy to do the novena with. Yeah. Uh, uh, life is busy. And when you two are together through text messaging, reminding each other, um, it's even more special. And if I'd like to add, my favorite saint, Saint Philomena. That's my girl. When I die, I can't wait to go meet her. But her month, her feast month is coming up in August. And I plan to do her novena. And um, since I discovered her, she found me in 2013. So mm-hmm. thanks, mm-hmm. Elena. Her feast is coming up. So Amanda, let me ask you: Do you wear the red and white bracelet in honor of Saint Philomena? I don't have it on; it broke. But mm-hmm. I have another one that I ordered. I just got to get it blessed. Uh, yeah. I was blessed by, and it's been touched to her relic. I wow. actually have access to her relic, and I give out her relic to, to the faithful um, mm-hmm. that have been touched to her. And I have pictures, her relics in my bedroom. Faithful uh, is my girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we make friends with the saints and they're there for us as support. And so we are getting that heavenly uh, assistance. I believe it, Amanda. Uh, I can't wait for you to... Um, to continue that with St. Philomena. And then what I think is so beautiful, I always imagine this, and tell me if you do, Jerry and Amanda, if you do this as well. I always think about after we're done with our time here on earth, we get to meet all these friends uh, in heaven, hope, God willing, you know? So you hopefully you'll, you'll just walk right up to St. Philomena and you, you guys will be old friends, Amanda. What do, you, what do you think about that? Yes, I think about that. I, I say when people say, who do you want to meet when you die? Obviously, Jesus, I want to meet St. Philomena and say, thank you for finding me. My whole life, I, I was searching for a saint. People say, you need to find a saint. And really, I made a casita, and there she was. I was drawn to her, and then she popped up in my life. Wow. The year that, still to this day, pops up in my life. Turn on the radio, St. Philomena. Mm-hmm. Uh, walk into the store, St. Philomena article. I mean, she found me, really found me. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I can see by Jerry's face, Amanda, Jerry and I both agree. Uh, we love your passion. You're amazing. Keep it up. Keep that fire in your belly, okay? And spread it to everybody you meet. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks, Amanda. 833-288-3986. It's that easy. You call, Matt Gabensky puts you on hold. You get on the air and you get to share with us some of your prayer uh, favorites in, in the form of novenas, the nine-day prayers. They can be a little bit longer than that. Um, do you go to St. Jude? Do you go to uh, St. Therese of Lisieux, a little flower? Mm, I've little done flower. a lot of novenas to St. Therese. 
So if you have one uh, or more than one that are favorites of yours, share them with us at 833-288-3986. Okay, a little catechetical lesson here because I think it's important. Amanda um, really sparked this in me to share. Uh, Amanda made the comment like, you know, I can't stick with it or sometimes I don't finish it. You know, that's that's the part that I wanted to just stress um, because I, you know, given that I do have that perfectionist type nature, it does bother me if I I don't uh, show up every day and uh, if I if I don't finish it but you know um, I wouldn't get too caught up in that and get and get kind of um, you know have that uh, put some pressure on you or or to make you feel stressed out or anything like that that's not what the novenas are for the novenas are really to have a, a real concentrated intense effort and commitment um, in a certain area at a certain point in time okay and I would not get too stressed out if you don't finish it or you didn't quite do the meditations or the reflections or the prayers you know correctly quote unquote um, you know our Lord he sees our heart he knows our intention. Um, and we really must remember that. And I'm speaking from experience only because I've had many spiritual directors tell me that, um, who are wonderful priests that said, Debbie, you can't get too, uh, caught up in the details to make sure you did it. Um, so perfect that God is going to honor it. Of course, God honors our intentions and we need to remember that. So I would say enter into a novena, even if it doesn't work out or it's, or you get distracted or something of that nature. It's always, a good discipline and practice. And I, and I have seen some amazing things happen through, um, group novenas where you get like a friend, like, like what Amanda was talking about, a buddy or something of that nature. So that is very powerful, Jerry. Yeah, it is. And you know, there are different versions of the same novena. Um, some are shorter, some are longer. So you can just you can just choose whichever one uh, fits you. You know, maybe you're a busy, you know, mom. Maybe you're busy uh, work working at the at your job and so forth. And the time of, during the day doesn't give you a lot of time. Maybe in the evening you can you can devote two or three minutes to it. Maybe you're somebody who's a little bit less busy, and you can get a longer version of a, of a novena. And you know, maybe put five or ten, fifteen minutes into it. Mm-hmm. But I, I I agree with what you were saying, Debbie. We don't want to get too scrupulous about it. We don't want to. It, it cannot become it can become somewhat robotic, I think. And like you said, if, if uh, there are people who I think get concerned, you know, they'll say, you know, I mispronounced this word or, right. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't get the, 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 this I dotted or this T crossed or something. God is, these are, these are optional, first of all, right. you know, so there's nothing like a, you know, moral obligation to pray these and to pray them perfectly. But God also is just a father who looks at our hearts and we are his little children. You know, we need to approach him as like little children and mm-hmm. do the best that we can on these novenas and any other prayers. And God, I think is very, very happy with that. Yeah, I agree. Um, and uh, we, we're getting a lot of messages coming in on social media and email and also direct messages. Um, it sounds like you're just putting in your vote for which novena you like, but we'd like, like to hear your voice. So if you would uh, call in and share why you love that particular novena, or maybe you have some questions about novenas in general, we'd love to hear from you at 833-288-3986. Please call in because Matt Kabinsky is waiting for your call. And Jerry, I have to share this because Lisa just uh, sent this in on social media. Padre Pio's efficacious novena to the sacred heart of Jesus is so powerful. Lisa, I couldn't agree more. We do it as a couple every night before bed. And uh, the the novena to the sacred heart of Jesus, I say those prayers attached to um, that particular novena. Everyone knows by now 
I think if you don't, how much of a dedication and um, a love I have for Padre Pio. Uh, so yeah, P- Padre Pio prayers, very, very powerful, Jerry. They are indeed. 833-288-3986. Thank you very much, Lisa, for weighing in on that. Actually, I was not familiar with that one, so I just copied the link that she posted mm-hmm. on um, Facebook. If anybody else would like to uh, check out the novena that Debbie just talked about, just go to EWTN's Facebook page because Lisa just posted that comment there and put a link to the novena there. So I've copied that. I've already opened up a browser window, so after the show I'm going to take a look at that. And especially because uh, you know, my, I know your home is. My home's consecrated to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Yep. And she says it is so powerful. It comes to us from Padre Pio. Can't get any better than that, right? I agree. <laughs> I agree. So uh, we are having the phone lines light up now. So that's great. Tell us your favorite novena and why. We'd love to hear from you. We're the Take Two family. So we all participate every single show. So help us out. 833-288-3986. All right, take two with Jerry and Debbie and you over eight years. June 15th was eight years for this program. You've been a huge part of it. You know, without you, the Take Two family, there is no show and there would not have been any show. And affiliates, too. We appreciate you, the affiliates who carry the show so very, very much. And to that end, I want to mention quickly that we have some congratulations going out to another member of the EWTN radio family, Clarkston Catholic Radio in Clarkston, Washington, celebrating their eighth year with EWTN. We congratulate John Fazari at KFUZ 103.3 from all of us here at EWTN. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to say that summer pledge drives are happening all around the country with Catholic um, media affiliates, um, and it's wonderful. It's a great way for all of us to come together because it's listener-supported Catholic radio. And right now, Catholic Radio Network is having their summer pledge drive. So when your local listening area comes to you, please give generously. I know it's summertime, and everybody's thinking summer vacations, but w- you know what? We have to raise the necessary funds to keep functioning, and it- and it, it allows us to be a part of the evangelization effort. And that's a big deal. That's huge. That's what Mother Angelica would want from all of us to participate. So please remember your local Catholic radio station and, of course, EWTN. Okay, Mary is waiting so patiently in Connecticut on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Mary. Welcome to Take Two. Thank you, Debbie. It's nice to talk with you again and Jerry and family. Thank you. Um, I really like this subject today. In my family, and this is going back a hundred years or more, in my hometown there's a St. Anne Novena every July. It's at the church and there's special prayers, a special song, litanies, but most importantly the exposition of the Blessed Sacrament nine days in a row. And when my parents were first dating, my dad asked my mom if she would go to the St. Anne Novena with him, and she did, and that's how our family started. <laughs> um, and it's so beautiful, but there's so many memories I have ever since I can remember. And when we would go together as a family every July, um, it felt like we were in heaven. And... I, I don't know how to describe it, but it, it's just very beautiful memory for me. And when we made our first communion, our grandparents and parents gave us a few dollars 
that we would save until the novena. After the novena, that we would go down into the church basement. It was called the Guild Hall, and they had all kinds of tables set up with books, religious articles, holy water, fountains, um, but there were statues. And so for our First Communion, we got to have a statue to put in our room. And my sister already had Blessed Mother, Our Lady of Grace. I didn't know who to get, but I distinctly remember my grandfather bringing me around to the table where the statues were and pointing at St. Therese and said, get that one. Hmm. And I didn't know why. My grandmother had died a couple years before that, but I found out later in years as an adult that they had a special devotion to St. Therese. And actually, their first two children had passed away. It was during the Spanish flu, and I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's part of what it was, but within two days of each other, their five-year-old daughter, Mary, and two-year-old son, Jack, died. Mm -hmm. And she comforted them, and somehow there's things that I don't know how to explain how I know them, but it it comes back to me through St. Therese that she's been watching over our family. It's almost like they dedicated those children to her care and our whole family to her care. Um, But going back to St. Anne, when my mom was about to pass away, it was in the summer before, and she had Parkinson's and dementia, so she was confused, but she said to me one day, I want to pray a novena. So I found the prayer book, and we started praying and singing the song, and it's just like this novena has permeated my life, and it's more to honor her But in the case when I'm petitioning something, I always go to St. Therese, and I've received roses, and people I've prayed for, it says, please send me a rose, and I'll put in the name of who I want to pray for. And people have come back to me and told me kind of amazing roses they've received (laughs) from her. Wow. Mary, I don't. I may have missed it at the start of your call. Was this was this the parish of Saint Anne, or just a different parish? But they had the devotion, the novena to Saint Anne. Was what I was Saint trying Anne? to think of yesterday, why it was Saint Joseph, which was the oh, Irish okay. church in town, and my mother went to Saint Anne Church, which was the French Canadian, because I understand that she's the patron saint of Canada, and my mother's from up, up, up Maine, almost near the border, and mm-hmm. her ancestors actually French was her first language. So it was like a patron saint for both of them, mm-hmm. in a way. Well, Mary, you made a, a couple of times you said, I don't really know how to describe it. And I would say, actually, you do know how to describe it. Because uh, I was just getting drawn in the more you were sharing about this uh, this uh, spiritual practice at St. Anne Parish. Um, every July at the church, you know, you mentioned the special songs, the prayers, the litany, and of course, I love that you had exposition of the Blessed Sacrament. So uh, you were painting a great visual for me, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show that, you know, thanks be to God that, you know, parents, grandparents, previous generations take the faith seriously and hand it down. You know, beautiful faith practices like this are handed down to future generations so often, and that is what keeps the faith going, keeps the faith alive. That's one of the beautiful things, I believe, about our Catholic mm-hmm. faith. Oh, I totally agree. And then you had the um, um, exposition of the uh, Blessed Sacrament, the litanies, the the whole intention was, was focused on St. Anne, um, you know, and having the Blessed Sacrament and, and um, so that w- we can adore in a very concentra- and concentrated way in a group setting. Obviously, everybody participated in that in that city, in that town. Um, 
Yeah, uh, Mary, and there's so many things we can say about this. The the graces that flow from from having this kind of and I, and I'll keep using the, these words: intense, concentrated, focused effort. There's there the, the graces, the blessings are endless. We may not see them now. You saw it in your family, Mary, and others may see it, but we may not see it until uh, we get to the other side, right? Um, but it it just flows. Um, exposition of the Blessed Sacrament. We know this to be true. You look at World Youth Day. You look at any time there's a large gathering and the Blessed Sacrament is processed, right? What does that mean? Uh, well, it means that everybody is completely has their eyes focused, their minds um, focused on God. Um, and and have we seen uh, people um, really be moved with the Spirit? Absolutely. Absolutely. So Mary, there's so many things we can say about this. Um, but I think the beauty of what we have is our church is very rich in these devotions. And we can enter in as deeply as we want to, or we can just put kind of our toe in the water too. And we still uh, can obtain those blessings and graces. Any final comments, Mary? Um, no, everything you said just makes it feel more intense to me right now. It's, it's just such a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, well, and the reason why I say this, I'm on, a, I'm kind of on a roll with this. So let me, let me just go with this for, if you let me do this, Mary and, and Jerry, for just another moment. Our God wants all of us. He doesn't want, uh, he, it's enough with the shallow swimmers. Okay. There's too many shallow swimmers right now, or people sitting on the sidelines, just watching and observing. He wants all of us. Well, how do, how do we enter in with all of us? We have to be willing to engage our senses and our focus and our time because time is what we have, right? That's what we have. We can devote our time and our prayers. And when we do, when we enter into that deeply, our God showers us with things that we, we, can't, we can't even imagine and dream of. We may not even realize it yet. So I just, I, I thank you, Mary and Jerry, for allowing me a couple more minutes on this topic, because this is so important. I'm just begging folks, if you're listening right now and you're on the sidelines and you're not really sure how to enter in, just, just make the first initial steps, take a couple steps towards God. He rushes towards you. Um, Jerry, any comments on that? No, I can't add to that. That was beautiful. Absolutely. Thank you. Mary? I'm about to cry. You're reminding mm. me of my special scripture of of the lost. Um, I'm gonna cry mm. yeah. when when you when he turned back to God mm -hmm. and God came running toward him. Yeah. Prodigal that, son. That's yeah. the most powerful mm. image to me is God running toward me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's a special grace, Mary. If you have that image strongly in your mind and in your heart then you are very, very blessed because a lot of people don't really get to that point. I mean, shame holds a lot of people back, you know, from seeing the Father rushing toward us and us jumping up into his arms and he forgiving us unconditionally. So great call, Mary, in Connecticut. Thank you so much for listening to the Station of the Cross and to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Mm -hmm. 
your precious soul, Mary. I love you. I love your heart. Beautiful. Okay, we do have an open phone line. Mary just freed up that line for you. Please call us about uh, novenas today. Um, If you entered into a novena, maybe a friend invited you and all of a sudden you started to say to yourself, wow, this is powerful. We'd like to hear from you. 833-288-3986. Where would you like to go next? We got social media stacking up pretty quickly. Yeah, we do. We'll get to that. Just want to get to Lauren uh, first in Atlanta on the phone listening on The Quest today. Hi, Lauren. Good afternoon, friends. Well, welcome. So what would you like to share? I wanted to share about a special novena um, that was actually given to me by the Sisters of Christian Charity. Uh, my daughter was in the hospital, and they had given her zero chance of survival. And sisters asked me to start praying the emergency novena, which is what Mother um, uh, Teresa had given to them. And that is praying nine similares in a row. Some people call it the flying novena. Um, but my daughter is not only alive, but she's thriving. And um, there, was, there was three months in, in, in the hospital where... Every time I got another piece of bad news, uh, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't see my daughter's face, so I left. It was pretty bad. Hmm. I can't tell you how many times that novena has rescued somebody who was desperately in need of prayer. It's nine memorarias, it doesn't take long, but boy, is it powerful. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, Lauren. We're very familiar with that. And what's beautiful about it is, you know, God can answer prayers. We, we don't need to, we can't, a lot of people like to do nine days, 54 days. We talked about that. But as you said, when St. Teresa of Calcutta, Mother and Mother Teresa, was living, um, the work that she and her sisters were doing did not usually allow them nine days or more. I mean, they had, they had dying people that they were holding in their arms and, and just caressing as they were getting ready to go into eternity. So she, she developed this. And, you know, the thing is, God, God is never late. You know, God can, God can hang out 54 days with you if you want to do a novena like that, but God will also answer prayers. You do 10 memorarias, it just takes a few minutes, you know. And mm-hmm. I just, I'm so happy to hear that you've had the beautiful results from that, Lauren. Mm-hmm. I, I think part of what... Part of what I think that Novena did for me was it changed my heart. Mm-hmm. Part mm-hmm. of what that mm-hmm. did was allow me to really surrender to God and let God handle whatever the outcome would be. It, it gave me a sense of peace after I prayed it. In so far as whatever the outcome was, I was okay with that. And I mm-hmm. think that that went a long way towards giving my daughter the comfort of knowing that mom was okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It builds confidence. And that's why uh, St. Yeah, that's why St. Teresa of Calcutta, that's why she prayed the nine memorares. And then she would say a thank you memorare to Our Lady. And in her story, um, when um, they wrote the story on, on Mother Teresa, she said this particular novena never failed. It never failed. Now, she wasn't doing the will of God, okay? And, and she was in that state of grace. So we know that you have to be in alignment with God's will. But, but yes, it, 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 it's so intense. And, and, she, and Mother Teresa, 
Teresa said it it never it never failed her and the sisters. Uh, Lauren, um, before we let you go, we're so grateful to God that your daughter is doing well. Uh, do you feel comfortable giving us her first name? I I, I brought the prayer book out because we want to continue to pray for you and your daughter to make sure everything's going well. Yes, her name is Carrie K E R I. K-E-R-I. Okay. Please let her know that uh, she's got a big worldwide uh, team around her, and and we we just want continued health for her, Lauren. And God bless you for sharing today. You know, you probably helped uh, thousands of souls. You don't even realize it. So thank you for saying yes and making the phone call. Hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Wow. Just got a quick uh, mention real quickly, Father's Mercy Hour. Sunday morning, 4 Eastern Time, and Monday at midnight Eastern Time on EWTN Radio. It's the uh, preaching order of the Fathers of Mercy. You know many of them. Father William Casey, Father Wade Menezes, who was on open line once a week here on Tuesdays. The Fathers of Mercy provide these excellent parish mission and retreat talks. And you can hear them again, Fathers of Mercy Hour, Sunday morning, 4 Eastern Time, and Monday night, midnight Eastern Time, right here on EWTN Radio. Mm Mm-hmm. Beautiful. You know, um, Jerry, I just want to remind our listeners on at our um, ministry, Stand Tall Today at StandTallToday.com. Uh, we have um, items there that we prayerfully uh, put together with uh, families that were very dedicated in getting the message out. And one of them is the Express Novena Chaplet. The Express Novena, we have designed it to where we added that extra 10th bead. Um, and it was it was designed in a, in a kind of a vintage look because that's how how uh, old our church and, and, and belief is, right? All the way back to Jesus. So it has that look and feel, and it has the 10th Memorari bead right on it. So I uh, just wanted to remind our listeners. So that's how special, um, in, in case you're, you're listening right now, that's how special the Express or Flying Novena is to us here on Take Two. All right, we've got more calls to get to asking you, if you have a favorite novena and why that is, Lewis is in Massachusetts listening today on the Station of the Cross. Hello, Lewis. We're so glad you called. Hello. Uh, thank you for answering my call. Don't forget the great Saint Saint Anthony novena. I mean, you learn a life of uh, his life was so remarkable. You know, going from uh, back from going to Sicily, he was born in Portugal. And he was on his way to um, to Morocco to uh, help to uh, bring back or uh, convert uh, the Moroccans to, into the Catholic Church. And he got sick, and he came. He, he landed in Italy. And there's an amazing story about his his life from from Italy, and uh, and then he, he went into uh, the, all of Italy and France and Spain, and uh, boy, he really did a great job. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Anthony was yeah. a great miracle yeah. worker. He was a great miracle worker from Padua, Italy, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, let me let me share something with you, uh, please, Lewis, if if I may. Um, again, you're not going to get an argument from from us because everyone loves Saint Anthony. Okay, he's probably next to Saint Francis of Assisi, uh, one of the most popular saints. Everyone thinks that Saint Anthony is just for them. They'll say Saint Anthony. I've never, you know, I, I find everything in Saint Anthony's always there just for me, and that's the beauty of Saint Anthony. And I will tell you, I agree with you. Very powerful novena 
Christina. I absolutely love, um, and I'm devoted to St. Anthony as well. So is Jerry. Um, and so much so that when my husband was confirmed, I, I kind of forced him to take the name uh, Anthony as his confirmation name. Um, and because I just absolutely love that great saint. Um, interesting uh, little side note here. My brother this morning, uh, Lewis and Jerry, my brother this morning sent me some sermons from St. Anthony. And wow, you talk about the novena being powerful. You need to read what he talked about when he was walking this earth. Pretty intense and pretty uh, uh, important for the times we live in today. I don't know, Lewis, if you ever heard some of his sermons, but they're, they're equally as, as uh, effective. Yes, they are very much so, very much so. And and the the, the feast of Saint Anthony is on, is on uh, June thirteenth, mm-hmm. and uh, and sometimes we used to have novenas in Worcester, Massachusetts, at Saint Paul Church. And at the end of novena, they they used to give Saint Anthony bread, and Saint Anthony bread was like a a loaf of, uh, a small loaf of bread. And uh, it was blessed, and uh, and people ate it, and expected, you know, that something will come out, come from it. Yeah, a lot of beautiful, beautiful practices like that. I actually have a statue of Saint Anthony, a small one in my house. And uh, like you said, Debbie, it's it's very, very powerful devotion to him. I have never lost anything that he hasn't helped me find. It may not be like immediately, although sometimes it is. I, I think it's yesterday. I needed to find something very, very fast, and it's just a matter of two minutes, and there it was. So, Lewis, thank you very much for your call today and being part of the program. We appreciate that. He brought up St. Anthony, and Lisa Marie, who was watching on YouTube, said, When Hurricane Ian decimated my brother, Father Mark Yavaroni, OMV's Spirituality and Retreat Center in Florida, Father Mark asked first and foremost for all to pray the novena to Our Lady of Perpetual Help before asking for material aid. Happy to report they were back up and running as of July 1st. Thank you, our dear lady. And then she says, I pray what I call my novena. There it is, my novena to St. Anthony on a loop. It's for my son, Anthony. The uh, day after day, nine uh, nine days, then I begin it again and haven't missed a day since the fall of 2016. She says, St. Anthony, thank you. Wow. Wow. You know, I just want to go back to YouTube. Thank you again, Lewis. Thank you so much for your call. I want to go back to YouTube and Dave M sent this in. And this is very important. I think uh, that we can learn something from this. Dave M said, the first novena I do every year is to the Holy Spirit before Pentecost. I don't think I give the Holy Spirit enough attention in my daily prayers. And this is my means of acknowledgement and seeking his help. Uh, Dave couldn't agree more on this one. Wow. Everybody is hitting home runs today. Uh, the reason why novenas work is, and I just could feel the Holy Spirit on this. So here we go with the Holy Spirit, Dave. Um, when we uh, devote that kind of intense, focused, committed prayer, it does uh, make us realize that we're not uh, leaning enough on on the third person of the Trinity. Absolutely uh, correct. And it does uh, refocus us and it gets us in a good place. Uh, so, um, wow, Jerry, Dave M. really, um, uh, really hit on something very important of why novenas definitely do work in our spiritual lives. Yeah. Well, Lewis is in Massachusetts. We just t- talked with him listening on the Station of the Cross. So is Susan in Massachusetts listening on the Station of the Cross. Hello, Susan. Thank you for calling in. 
Hmm. Well, I know Susan is there. I think she's there. We, we can have Matt check back with her. Uh, in the meantime, Michael P. watching on YouTube says, My favorite novena is in honor of good St. Anne as my birthday occurs on St. Anne's feast day. And it is promoted by the feast of St. Anne de Beaupre. Mm -hmm. July 26th Thank you, Michael P. Yeah. for St. Anne. Yeah. And Amanda, our previous caller, Amanda is from our Inspired by Faith Book and Fellowship Club. And uh, we love Amanda so very much. So Amanda, thank you for weighing in on this uh, topic today. It sounds like you guys really love this topic. And we're also getting some suggestions that they'd like us to do um, kind of a a, a follow-up to this with litanies, Jerry, maybe some more mm -hmm. catechetical lessons on exactly what it means when we enter into this deep prayer. We can do that. Uh, Jerry is a catechist, so am I, and uh, we can do that. So I think we're trying to get Susan back from Massachusetts, Jerry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Susan, you with us? No, we got a little glitch going there, I think. But Susan was going to mention... Uh, the Novena to Our Lady of Perpetual Help, mm -hmm. um, which is, <laughs> I, I'm especially fond of that one because um, my uncle was a redemptorist priest, and yeah. I think they're the kind of like the, what the caretakers promoters. of the, the original, mm -hmm. yeah, and promoters. the promoters of it, and I think they may have the original um, painting of that, so. Yeah. Susan, apologize about that. We, I, I don't know if we're going to go to her or not now. Time Should we is try one more short. time? Susan, Susan is there. Hello, Susan. Hello. Yeah, this is Susan. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know, when I moved to Boston in 1984, I was at a, a bus station. I looked down at my feet, and I saw this um, card to Our Lady of Perpetual Help. And I looked at the address, and the, the shrine for her, the Basilica of Our Mother of Perpetual Help, was right up the street from where I, li I lived, you know. So anyway, I started to go to this novena for my vocation. And about a year later, I met my husband, and um, wow. we got married at the Basilica. So anyway, we're very devoted to her. We still say the Novena every um, every summer, and um, you know she's very mm -hmm. powerful. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you have and you have the pictures to prove it, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah, right, exactly. And I just wanted to let you know, too, um, so on a sad note, I'm a parishioner at um, St. Mary's in Dedham, and um, Paul Fader, the, the, he used to call you once in a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. Paul from, yeah, and anyway, he, he passed away about two months ago, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. thank you. Oh, we were, thank you for letting for us know. Yeah. We were wondering, because we hadn't heard from him in a while. So he passed away. You know, he was soul. young, you know, and um, he was, it was like, I think a heart attack we heard, yeah. Oh, how oh. sad. Yeah. We, we well, put Susan, him in the, yeah, yeah, book. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing that with us, although, uh, like you said, it's rather sad, but may the soul of Paul uh, rest in peace and all of the, uh, the deceased members of the Take-Two family. Wow, that was a great conversation today really was and we have a lot of uh, thank yous coming in from our take two family members they are they are making notes online of what novenas they're going to go to i love this so we'll do a follow-up definitely jerry on uh, how everybody's doing uh, now praying different novenas all right we're going to ask you to fess up tomorrow you know we all <laughs> if you work in an office or a, a you know a cubicle or whatever what snacks do you keep in your desk drawer or office okay we're going to end the week on a little bit of a lighter note tomorrow so Please be thinking about that overnight. Call in and share with us. Thanks, show team, affiliates, and we wish you a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, please pray for us.